start the roll. Cue music. To boldly go where no man has gone before. Hold on to your underpants. It's time for Aftershock with Steve Grillo. We got some show for you today. Damn. We had a little bit of technical issues. We had to move into the little tiny studio, which is okay because now we're all on top of each other. Oh, wait. We got another one going. Oh, okay. We could have played that. It's all right. There's no mistakes on the Aftershock program here with Steve Grillo. You are listening to the Aftershock program, and I got a lot of people in here, a very special bunch of group, a special special group of people. I, I got to get my wording right. So, uh... This is a, a very sponsor-driven show because uh, I only have two sponsors, and they're here. <laughs> so uh, we're going to be talking about the awesome people that decide to, decided to uh, invest their, their time and their energy into helping this show get off the ground. And we also have the lovely, the stupendous, the absolutely insane Ivy Supersonic talking to the microphone, Ivy. Yo, what's up? What's yeah, up? we've all heard Ivy on my show. She is absolutely out of her mind. She's absolutely beautiful, and she's... A psychic artist, a hat designer, and a thorn in the side to Rupert Murdoch and Fox on a daily basis. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Thank and, you very much. And she's also, uh, you always hear uh, about Ivy in page six. She's uh, sort of like a, sort of like a celebritard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just made it up. Is my mic on? Yeah. Oh, hold on. Yeah. Is my mic on? You, I can't hear. Are you talking into the mic? I'm talking into the mic. It's, yeah. It's a broken mic. It's, we can that's hear, our, we that's can our, hear you. That's our engineer, you. Keith. We can hear you. Yeah. I can hear, you. We, I can hear her. So oh, I'm hoping, hoping everything's wait, going okay. Plug this in. Hold on. Oh, yeah, maybe you want to plug uh, that in so you can hear yourself. You right here, give it to me. Oh. Okay. okay. All right, no, just a little bit of technical difficulties. We can get through this. Oh, yeah, it's all right. It, it, yo, it's a live show. Okay. It's okay. This is how we deal with things. That's great. It's all right. It's, I'm not going to be like Howard Stern and start like cursing at people. I'm just going to say, you check your ego at the door, no religion, no politics. This is the Aftershock program. You know what, Steve? I just want to tell you something. What? I think, like, this show, you're. I think you're amazing. Wow. I am so... Like, proud. Is the word proud? I mean, really proud? I'm proud to be on your show. Like, I think you're just such a great radio host. Wow. Thank you. Uh, I, 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 I just know that when I come in here and I talk into the microphone, I feel a lot better than I do when I'm outside not talking on the microphone. So uh, this is a great outlet for me and my retarded mental state that I'm in. But uh, this is fun <laughs> for everybody. Uh, I'd like to introduce uh, my boy here, James. Wait, wait, because I gotta give it to Chris. The Chris. See, I don't know. Every time we I, are super good friends. Yeah, thanks, no, Steve. we're very good friends. Uh, no, because I'm gonna say the Cristofalo because that's my friend's name, and it's not, and I, it's the Cristofaro. That's right. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So I just I, I didn't want I wanted to make sure I didn't use the L because you, you, the L is not part of your name. Uh, James is one of our uh, sponsors, and he is at the DSL Group. Yeah, DC again. D- DCL. Really good friends, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> I'm dyslexic. <laughs> this is the fun part of the show. Uh, James is. Uh, we, we we hang out. We're very good friends, but he's also uh, a lawyer. 
Right. So we have a law firm and also an advisory firm. Really super, super boring stuff. I can tell right. some good stories like once lawyers. we get going. I like lawyers. Okay. Yeah. No, I, own, but I own a law firm, too. He also has this really cool little book that he wrote. It's kind of like a pocketbook. It's Dominate Your Adversary. And this is like something like – this is like how like the corporate world works and lawyers work, how they fuck with your brain when you're not kind of looking. <laughs> so it's just basically warning only uh, – open up if uh, you have a thick skin, big balls, and only if you are a risk-tolerant, uh, calculating, and strong. So it's basically a little book about if you, you want to fight, you're going up against somebody, you got to have that mental edge. And, and James wrote a little book about how to fuck with your person that you're going after. Just, you know, to have that uh, one step ahead of them and just destroy them. Well, yeah, we, we, you know, I have four publications. Three of them are these little pocket guides, as we call them. And one is yeah. a full blown, full blown book. And so the thought is to get out of obscurity. And you know, I want to I want to be heard, I want to be seen, and I want to be um, known and and chased after. And so this this has gotten a lot of attention, uh, some bad because I see the way that Ivy is like looking at me and squinting her eyes, looking at me yeah. going, "Crazy, stupid motherfucker! How could you possibly do something like this?" No, why? But, well, listen, but if you want a lawyer and you got someone on your back, I if I'm gonna want, I want a fucking pit bull. You know what I'm saying? You want someone that's going to go out there and represent you, not just because you're paying them $400 an hour, because they're going to go out. My favorite analogy is uh, it came from Archie Bunker, and it was one of my favorite moments on the Archie Bunker, you know, all in the family. And because, you know, it was definitely a racist motherfucker. <laughs> and it was like, he goes, yeah, that's it. I'm going to get my lawyers after you. Rabinowitz, Rabinowitz, Rabinowitz. Three savage Jews that won't leave a scrap of meat on your bones. <laughs> and uh, that, that was Ivy's father. Well, yeah, it's tomorrow. I have to. I have to get. I have to leave here soon because I got to. I have to go to deposition. I have to. Oh, oh. your deposition's tomorrow. Stop. My it. deposition. I have to be there. You know, I have to leave my house at seven thirty in the morning. Well, I just want to tell you something really cool about the deposition. We, my father owned a law firm called Silverstein Awad Michalos, a two billion dollar you know uh, law firm, and one of the partners, um, Michalos, in the deposition last month, he he comes in and he says about my father. He says, ding dong, the witch is dead. About your father? My father. And one of his partners? My, my father that gave him 33 and a third percent of the law firm just gave it to him. Just gave it to him. As, and, and this man is saying, ding dong, the witch is dead. They haven't paid me. My father died. Wait, this is so- a $2 billion law firm. I'm, I, I won motion of substitution. So... Maybe we'll discuss this. Yeah, I can yeah. help. We can dominate <laughs> well, well, <laughs> and what's And where, where can they go to help that? It's also... <laughs> wow. uh, and, and, the, and the advisory wow. part? DCLfirm.com. No, no. 212 No, but, but, 24 hours about, a day, seven days a week. But, but you also have an advisory, a part of the, the... Right. It's an accounting advisory, financial advisory practice where we do all sorts of back office stuff. So, you know, you can focus on running your business and we'll take care of all the, again... Hideously boring stuff like your books, payroll. I have a CPA partner, and and a lot of clients actually appreciate that because ninety percent of my clients hate their accountants and ask me who I'd recommend. So I partnered with a CPA, and and mm-hmm. we're we're rocking and rolling. It's now. very important to have a good accountant. Yeah, my my dad my dad's firm. They lost all their books and records for the last uh, twenty six years. They can't find <laughs> one paycheck the that they paid. <laughs> they can't find one record of anything they ever paid my dad. Yeah. Jewish my lightning. Dad paid them. <laughs> <laughs> And also, yeah. uh, of course, very excited to have uh, Versteiner beer. I, my, my producer, Bobby, has been yelling about me about the pronunciation. I really have a hard time. we got Rob Emmer and, and, hey and Scott Lombardi. Get that, get, get, uh, Scott is so I'm very honored to have the president of Versteiner yes. beer. Can I, can I give you a, a, a pause? Pick it up, right? Pick it up, right, right there. Yay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, no, but pick it up with the mic right in front of you. Oh, right in front. It goes okay. there. You go. Now oh, you're talking. Wow, we little, we we had five seats in the bigger room, but they're still working out the technical difficulties because eventually this show is going to be on. It's going to be televised. You're going to be able to see my ugly face uh, on the live stream, and um, it's just they're, they're still working out the kinks. You know how things are, but once it gets up and running, it's going to be perfect. And I, the engineering staff here at Pro Media is amazing. I want to say thank you. I always want to say thank you for Pro Media for providing this uh, service to me. And I, I, I plug to Pro Media because it's going to be a plug full show, so you're going to have to eat it. So uh, it's going to be Pro Media. If you want to do a podcast like I'm doing right now, you can rent the studios here out at Pro Media. Uh, ProMedia.com uh, It's right here in New York In the middle of Times Square The center of the universe Their facilities are nothing but professional Everybody here is a professional And I love the fact that They have faith enough in me To give me the studio To ha- have all these wonderful people And tell all these great stories So now how did you get to Now you're a Brooklyn boy You're yes. tattooed like me You came from the same hood as me How the fuck did you get yeah. to be president? Well listen uh, that's a, uh, We need a whole new podcast for that one uh, yeah, I, they, Listen I, I got an I, hour I, I to film to, motherfucker I, I would need get to write a much larger book uh, but um yeah no i'm, I'm we're just thrilled to be here so yeah no and i've been listening to you for a long time and we like when brooklynites make it and, hey i'm from brooklyn do well ivy i know you're from long island you're uh... i was born in brooklyn avenue h <laughs> right. ocean parkway nice very nice and that's why you're a warrior right <laughs> that's right yeah a warrior. Well, you don't want to screw with her i can tell you that right now no, no she's the type of person that she'll go out of her way to make your life miserable and she'll bankrupt herself doing it like <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, just so just so she can feel good about getting you back and, 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 that's what, yeah. and that's what coming from Brooklyn means. Yeah, so go ahead. And we got, uh, yes. we got wait, it's Erica Stairs. Gail Stairs. Gail, Gail Stairs. Sorry. Okay, Gail Stairs. Gail, Gail, like Gail Stairs. There's so many things to have fun with your name. Gail Stairs at what? That's uh, right. Uh, <laughs> do you get the, you, people walk all over you? Oh, ho, 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 ho. Oh, my God. No, good one. Real good you know, one. Gail, Gail, Gail is a very, very cute girl with purple Thank hair. You. She's a total hippie chick. Um, she totally got me aroused because we were taking pictures in the hallway, and she did a split. Thank you. Yeah. She Pretty got, incredible. She got stuck Thanks, to the guys. floor. We had to pick her up. It was like. Yeah, I probably should have, you know, like, no, she did a split my thighs the... with maple syrup. That yeah. probably would help. I'm in. Stick to the floor, you know? Yeah, it's, it, it is like maple syrup season up in Canada, so I'm definitely down for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I like I. Ivy, I love her to death. And she's like, this girl wants to come on your show. She won't stop calling me. She won't stop calling me. I go, I don't know who this girl is. And I, I was like, fine. She better produce and come on the show. If you, if you suck, I'm throwing you out. <laughs> okay, well, I'll work on it. What do you got? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is your story? Like, how are you so interested in my show? What the fuck? Well, we used to work at the same place, K-Rock Radio. Okay, nice. see, I, don't really, like, I don't remember you there, but like... I know. I think it's probably because when did you leave? Like in the I left ninety eight. Okay, so I started working in two thousand three. Okay. okay, so you know everybody that I know. Yeah. No, 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 well, except get... for Steve Kingston. Oh, I did. Well, I, I know. know, King, I I know, know who still won't accept, accept my friend request, but it's because he never met me. So wait, oh. Steve Kingston really <laughs> hooked Steve me Kingston. up. Yeah, no, no idea really? what he did for King, me. I know he's like the greatest. He changed my I life. Heard. King mm-hmm. St- Steve Kingston is yeah. either really nice to you and he likes you, mm-hmm. or he fucking hates your guts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's and what I heard. Yeah, and I, I know, yeah. I, like, he was always good to him. me, and he really liked me, mm-hmm. but I know people that he despised, and he ruined their life. Yeah, yeah. Do you think you'd like me? Uh, who wouldn't like you? Jesus Christ, <laughs> you're cute you. as fuck. Thank you. <laughs> I never get tired of hearing that, so. Okay, cool, Bring it on. I'll tell you every day. <laughs> Thank you. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just who I am. It's the way my mom Aww. brought me up. 
No, I just know it's just a Ladies good, and gentlemen, good, good It's just man. a good move to get laid. Lessons to young men and yeah. how you should treat young ladies. No, I, I, I obviously, you're... I learned the hard way because it was like, you know, I was with someone, I was with my ex-wife for a long time. So you never give me compliments. You never say hello. You never, you, so I like, I, I took all that crap that I got from my marriage and now I use it when I'm dating and it works so well. Yeah, <laughs> it's totally true. <laughs> yeah. I was you're like, a powerful creator, oh, uh, Steve. Wait, you know what? <laughs> Let me ask the, the new girl how her day was. And it works. Oh, my God. They're just so appreciative. My ex, I got so complacent. It was like. You mean you care that I speak words and yeah. not just about my body? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Steve, come on. I mean, didn't your ex-wife just buy you a pair of shoes? Oh, no. Don't get me wrong. I love her, but we Aww. were together so long. No, we're still friends, okay? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go meet her after this. I love her, too. Yeah, I know. And she's beautiful, and she's not amazing. Ever. But the thing is, when, you, when you're in a relationship with someone for a really long time, mm-hmm. you just tend to be like, yeah, whatever. So she come home. She, you never asked me how my day was. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know, like, you know it's because you're you're in the same rut. You're like just kind of like get stuck in your head, you know. But I always put the seat down. Oh well, that's really nice. Yeah, I learned that the hard way really about nice. that. Yeah. I just start sitting down when I pee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you you totally threw the fucking towel in. Scott's like, I just fucking. Are you are you married? Uh, no, not anymore. No. Oh, uh, how long were you with your wife? Twenty-five years. So. Oh wow! So one day yeah, it ends. I learned to say all those nice things. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, because yeah. you're, you're out dating now and you're totally getting laid. Are you uh, Jewish? Are you Jewish? No, no, no he's no. Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Lombardi. No. Jesus Christ. No, they, they, Sounds he, Jewish to me. For 25 years, it was a very successful marriage. You know, you have to have a lot in common. And after 25 years, I found out that we had so much more in common than I ever thought. So I want to ask you yeah. a question. So after 20, when, when when did you guys break up? Probably about seven years ago. Okay, so now here, here's the question: What was it like the first time you fucked another? Guy? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like the first wow. time? Oh Howard, Howard, wow. Howard, 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 <laughs> Howard, drinking my beer right there. Everybody, plug away. Warsteiner beer. Yeah, Warsteiner uh, beer. Uh, our, our beloved yeah. sponsor. Uh, no, because Howard always used to make fun of like. <laughs> wow. Do you guys have any more of these by any chance? Yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently, it's, they drank all. Of them yeah. Stuttering John drank all the beer last time and i've got a good uh, plug for stuttering john's book he did a great job on my uh, show last year we actually broke a milestone we got over a thousand hits nice. oh, yes. Yay. i know it's not a lot compared to what other people are getting but the fact that everybody when they started their show there was they didn't start out like with, with ten thousand hits on a daily basis they started out with 10 or 15 but when you break a thousand that means you're gaining speed you're getting somewhere and this little show aftershock has actually seemed to catching up and getting some uh, legs and thanks to everybody like that comes on and, and supports me and the sponsors um i thank you again for everybody but uh so uh, what i was getting to is like howard always used to take like the the new guy that was there or somebody that was just getting married and he, he said something that stuck in my brain that never left and he said he's like oh you're getting married tomorrow he goes sit down let me talk to you he goes <laughs> he goes remember like the first time you're with that girl and you're fooling around, and you're not sure which way the date's going to go. And all of a sudden, she sticks her hand down your pants. <laughs> and that wonderful, exciting feeling of while she's the first time she's sticking her hand below your belt, <laughs> and oh it's going God. down your underwear, and she grabs it. It's for the first time, and you're like, oh, my God, this is so awesome. 
you'll never feel that again. <laughs> so, and it's kind of true because I'm going, yeah, yeah, I remember that. And he goes, that would be, that's never going to happen again. You're, she's going to stick your hand on your pants. You're going to be like, yeah, whatever, bitch. <laughs> you know? Well, so, like, so the uh, look, when you're, you're, I'll let you know. I'll let you know when it happens. Oh, okay. <laughs> Smart. That's why you're the president. <laughs> you know how to word things. First time it happens, I'll definitely let you know when but, it happens. Oh, but, but like. James, I, but, am I wrong? Is that, is that like, is that not the best feeling when you're with a girl for the first time and she's just sliding her hand down your pants? Of course, man. My God. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, you know, I, so I'm not, this is a funny story. So I'm not gay. Obviously, you're not. No, oh. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> so, by talking about so story like this, so one, you know? when I was when I was younger, like there was a the one guy who was always got all the babes. Like he, he looked like Roger Daltrey. Okay, and like every time I went to the bar, the girls. That's looked, my body. That's my no, friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. My friend. You got you gave him a hat. That's correct. That's but but he looked, he was like a Roger Daltrey lookalike, and all the girls loved him. He had the curly blonde hair, the blue eyes, and it used to piss me off. Like. I love the guy, but I was like, fuck, every time the girls fucking go to him. So one night, we got really smashed, and no one was going to drive home. So he's like, crash at my, you know, it was me and another friend of mine. He's like, crash at my place. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. I was like, so he gets there, and he's like, there's like a spring bed. There's a couch that had like two cushions, and there's four cushions, like two are missing, with springs popping out of it. It was like a bachelor. And then it was a giant king-size bed, and he had a little mattress on the floor. So my buddy goes, I got the mattress. So I go, all right, it's a king-size bed. I know how to like... Uh, car, uh, departmentalize where I sleep. I could be like, so you, you go on one end, I go on the other. So now I'm in a drunken sleep and I'm dreaming, and all of a sudden I'm like, all of a sudden I feel a hand <laughs> no. going, reaching down underneath my pants. And at first, because I'm dreaming and I don't know what's going on, I'm going, this is a guy? I'm going, yeah, I'm going, oh yeah. Oh, and then I go, wait a minute, where am I? I'm like, I'm at, what? Go, get your hands out of my pants. And I turn around, he smiles at me. I go, ah! Oh, and I run out of the room and I sleep on the couch with two cushions. Oh, Lord. And I, 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 and I was like freaked out. And then all of a sudden, I, I, the next morning, I wake up and my other friend goes, Steve, why are you sleeping on the couch? And then the other, the dude that tried to grab my junk walks out of the room. I just go, ask him. <laughs> and so now the next day, I go and I tell the story on the air. And my friend called me up screaming, how could you say that about him? I was like, because it's true, dude. He fucking, he was reaching underneath my underwear. And I'm like going, oh, yeah, this is great. No, John, get off. You know, so, yeah, so, 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 so dating now, are you on dating apps or anything? Oh, wow, I'm glad that we got to this. Yeah. No, actually, I have a girlfriend. Oh, you do. Uh, I have a long-term girlfriend. Good for you. And uh, yeah, what's working? And out you really have well. kids and shit, or I do. I have. Two, and everything's uh, like kind of mutual. You know what? In, in this day and age, you have to all love and respect each other. Uh, yeah, and it works out best that way. So yeah, we have. We're, we're all. We're all one, you know. It's... Cool. Considering you're Italian, you know how spiteful you people are. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that up to Ivy. Wow. She's, yeah. She uh, seems to dominate that for the, the Brooklyn yes. crowd here. Yes. You know, 100%. 100%. Yes. But you know, just to just to let you know about you know at this at my stage of life, and once Amore comes back into your world, yeah, uh, it's how I actually wound up with uh, Varstein of beer. How's that? You know, because if you're drinking beer nowadays, I don't know, most of you the young guys, you, know, you drink a beer, it's like drinking a meal. You, know, you just yeah. you have two, and you're pretty much you know pillow bound. You know, you're you're back to you, stuffed between two pillows. <laughs> yeah, <So> yeah. Need, <laughs> that's <laughs> the name of my book. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So I decided, you know what, the world needs some beer that you could drink and then still go home and have yeah. some fun. So, so wait, so did you like work and like work for the company and work your way I up? I spent or? a lot of time in Germany and I couldn't understand why every time I was in Germany drinking beer, I had no problem in the evening. Uh, got home and uh, it was a little different. So oh, really? To, oh, okay. So wait, so the word about this is completely your brainchild. Right? This is your baby. <laughs> 
well, it's not my baby, but okay. it's a it's a it's a it's a mission. So I'm like uh, Ivy. I'm a, I'm a warrior on a mission to to make men and women happy across the. The, the New York area so that they could all go home and make love after they <laughs> <laughs> That's what we want. Did you notice that the name of that beer is tattooed on my shoulder? Yeah. I mean, just, well, look at, look, we see the first letters. It, it says war, W-A-R. Yeah. Well, didn't you notice my shoulder? I have, No, because right you got clothes warrior. on. Warrior. It says oh. warrior. But it's the same type of font. I see what you're saying. If only it's So wait, how much, how much would you pay Ivy if she tattooed the name of your beer on her? <laughs> wait, no, I, wait, that's not me. You're I already have, covered. What the fuck? I mean, this campaign was against Fox and Rupert mm. Murdoch for stealing my cartoon, The Scrat. Yeah. And then I had this 100-foot banner of, of me blown up, and I was flying it on top of yeah, well, this, is what, this, is why you, this is why you don't want to fuck with Ivy. Okay, you steal something for her. She's going to fucking follow you to the grave. That tattoo would end in a lawsuit. No. Okay, so James, what were you going to say? Well, so that story about the, the creepy hands reminded yeah. me of a story about, uh, that I had experienced. And a, and a friend of mine had a bunch of friends in town, and we'd all gone out day drinking and having a great time. And the guy just, you know... Overdid. Day drinking. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he overdid it. I was heading home to just change or pick something up, and he said, hey, can I crash at your place? I said, yeah, no problem. So he crashed on my couch. I've got a one-bedroom and plus a little whatever you want to call it, little alcove for my daughter. I have an 11-year-old, 11-and-a-half-year-old. and well, um, fun soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it only begins from there. Yeah. And so, look, if my door is open for, for my room, come in, right? Yeah. My door is closed. Yeah, don't don't come in yeah, or, or knock. There's a, and there's so a I, sock on the door. Don't come in. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't sleep with any clothes on. I was alone. I had this random dude in my place. I didn't know know him. Oh, he was a okay. he was a friend of a friend, and I just met him earlier that day. It was fine. I didn't really care. We we had a great time, and I wake up. Everything's cool. I don't know. It's ten eleven o'clock in the morning. We had gone out late that night, and I walk out of my bedroom and. And the guy's like, oh, man, I, I lost my phone last night. I was like, oh, shit, sorry to hear that. He's like, yeah, but I texted, you know, my girlfriend, and I texted, you know, our mutual friend. I was like, okay, cool. I was like, wait, wait, wait. How, how did you text your girlfriend and our mutual friend if you don't have your phone? He goes, well, I, I used yours. I said, oh, because mine is password fucking protected, man. How'd you get into it? He goes, well, I came into your room, I saw that you were asleep, and I took your thumb, and I put it <laughs> Oh, my God, that's password, fucking violating. Texted, put the fucking phone down. And you're butt-ass naked. I'm yeah. shit right there. I'm like, bro, are you fucking kidding me, man? You didn't try to wake me up? I was like, what are, so what do you all think about that? I can like, see I by the looks on your, your faces. Off, but I thought that that was a little extreme. <laughs> so yeah. was, was what what else did he use his hand have... for? <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't have something on the door that says, don't come in. No, no, but the door was closed. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> I don't know how Rob doesn't have a microphone, yet he sounds as clear as everybody yeah, else. Yeah, he has that. Yeah. I have a microphone. Try to use the microphone if you're going to use it, but you, I don't know how you're coming across so clear. So, 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 so one other thing. So two or three years later, he was in town again. Like, three months ago. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to mouth off to this guy. And I got all ready. I was like, listen, dude, I've been thinking about this for three years and <laughs> talking to people about it, and it's really, really fucked up. And he goes, listen, James, I agree. You look so peaceful when you're asleep. I didn't want to wake you up. Oh. And plus, you were sporting that fucking chubby. I didn't really want to bother you. You were dry humping that pillow. I didn't really want to. I didn't want to ruin the shot. Yeah. That's crazy. I thought you, I thought you were going to say that you penis uh, imprinted your phone. Oh, 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 my God. Fucking little German helmet mark right on the fucking phone. Yeah. <laughs> 
What, you wanted to say something? Yes. I was actually going to say, if that's all it takes for you to get to sleep, I wish I was you. Oh, yeah. I've been, having the, I've, been, I've been having the worst Two sleep. Two slices of bread, and you're yeah. out. Oh, yeah, right. I, I have a story where somebody touched me. Oh, yeah. Here's the, here's the story I, I don't understand. Okay, because you told me this, and it makes no sense. But go ahead, tell your okay. story, and then I'm going to fucking okay. beat you up about it, because okay. it makes no sense. So, um... When I started the, this collection of badass, yeah. so I started out with this one shirt. You know, okay. badass is a New York State trademark of Ivy Supersonic. Yeah. I went to Caroline's to meet Artie Lang and- I was there. I think I took that picture. It was outside. No, it was inside. Uh, oh, Artie okay. was performing and I, oh, I went it. backstage yeah. to the dressing room and Artie put the shirt on and he was wearing the shirt and- you know, it was cool. Then I I put him in the Daily News. I I did an advertisement, you of know, advertisement with him. Or he's like, oh my god, I'm in your New York, you know, your Daily uh, News ad. Like, thanks, Supersonic, whatever. I was like, is he gonna be mad? I just, you know, used this picture. Who cares? Anyway, whatever. So, um, I went to meet him backstage after the show was over, and Tim Sullivan, who was his agent, um, was like, you already left. I was like, I guess maybe he's getting stoned. So yeah. he's like, so anyway, so I, like Tim wanted to hang out with me. So we went out with whoever opened for Artie, which was this guy. So here's me and Artie. And then well, that people, this which guy. Which radio, Ivy. Nobody oh, can see. Okay. Ru- <laughs> this guy, this fucking guy, Russ Mooney. Mu- I don't know. M-E-N-E-V-E. Mooney. Right. This, okay. this comedian, Russ Mooney. So now I'm at Russ's house with Tim Sullivan. So it's three of us. And all of a sudden, I'm standing there. Russ is, like, really good looking. and But all of a sudden, he came over to me, and he, like, hugged me and took my bra off. Now, I, didn't I don't even... understand how. Wow. Th- th- here's, here's my dispute. How do you have a shirt on, and he took your bra off? Did he snap your bra strap off? I don't know but what how he do, did. Do, oh, is, he like a, is he, like, fucking uh, a, a, a David Copperfield, where all of a sudden, <laughs> poof, and he's got your bra in his hand? Like, well, how did he, how did all, he do all that? All I can say is, Tim was on my left. I was, like, standing here. We're in the kitchen. Tim was on my left. You know, he's like, and he's smaller well, than like me. He took it like, off re- like he was holding it in his Tim hands? Was really, Tim was smaller than me. And I was standing here. I'm five foot two. And then Russ was standing here, and he was like tall looking at me. And he came over, and he put, I don't know. And then all of a sudden, he's like holding my bra. And I Whoa. looked at him, and I, I was just thinking but like, I mean, wait, I was just thinking like this. I want to tell you what I was thinking. I think I want to fucking take my fucking fist, shove it up your fucking ass, and have it come out your mouth. Now, I'm just trying to stand there and look at... In that order. Yeah, now, I'm just looking at him, thinking, like, I'm standing in this guy's kitchen, and I don't know what that's called. He took my bra off. He's holding it and showing me how cool he thought it was that he took off my bra. And I'm going to tell you, I am the wrong girl to fuck with. Like, all I'm looking at is him. I'm thinking, like... I can't even tell you what I wanted to do to this guy. I and mean, you don't know? think hold that on, there was any on. chance that it could have come off? Okay, by so anyway, and I felt like I, I, I wasn't like I don't know the word. But Ma- I don't. But still, but still, I just okay. here's the deal. So, so anyway, I don't let understand me, let me, how that happened. Okay, I don't understand either. So I'm looking at Tim and I'm thinking, all right, already just wore my shirt on stage, and to me it was a big deal because I started this new company, Badass. He was the first person to wear my fucking shirt. Now Tim is his manager. Tim says he manages Russ, and and they're all on tour together, all three of them. So if I say anything, then Artie maybe won't wear my shirt anymore. Maybe that sounds dumb to Is you guys. Is there any chance it could have been an okay. accident? Okay, you shut up. Listen to me. No, don't tell, this, no, no, I'm no, sorry. No, don't guy, tell anybody this, to shut up on my show. This guy... I don't. I don't know what the word is. It's not. It's not like rape. Listen, or whatever. Whatever. He, uh, he, like he, he did. He violated your he personal me. space. He violated me. This okay. motherfucker. Like I wanted to fucking kill him. I don't even. I can't even say it enough. 
Okay, how but, much I wanted to kill him. But, like, but hold on but, a second. He, he didn't like force himself on you. Okay. No. But so wait, let me, you want me to keep repeating how much I no, want to fucking okay, take so this fucking guy just, and uh, twist his uh, nuts I, off? I, all right. All right. But anyway. hold on a second. I, listen, no girl should be fucking put in a position where they're So now he's holding my fucking bra. I don't think he meant to do it. Okay. So she's dating him. So let me go on with this. This guy is holding my fucking bra. And I'm, I'm thinking, I don't know what to do. And I don't want to fuck. I mean, I just... Artie's wearing my shirt. I need to shut up. I can't tell anybody what this guy did because they're all three of them on tour. And I'm like, Tim, what? Like, you saw that dude. Like, and he's I, like, I, I, I'd like to, you know, I don't, so think, anyway, I, don't, I don't think it's right if he did something anyway, like that. All three of us, but I'd really love to learn that move. I, it was a move. He <laughs> thought it was funny. Uh, all three of us left, right? And then we went to a bar well, down the street. And then Rush is like talking to every fucking girl there is. I don't care what he's doing, but I didn't really know what to do. I didn't know who to tell or what, what, what I was supposed to do. But. I can't tell you how violated I felt and that I would take a baseball bat and I want to fucking shove it up the guy's ass. Well, I would, I, it's not right to put anybody in a bad situation. All right, I mean, that All was right. a I bad situation. I do love situation. your necklace, though, today. That yeah, was should, such should. a bad... Like, I don't even know what to do. So now, so, here's the situation. Well, but there was another ago, person in the room, wait, right? Just involving another yeah, person. Tim. Yeah, so, Tim. I, so, he so I, like, I let it go. He didn't shove I let you it go. up against the wall. Listen to me. I let it go. I had to let it go because Artie's wearing my shirt, and I didn't want to fuck up Tim, and they, all three of them worked together, so I just kept my mouth shut and told nobody until two weeks ago when I was How going. How long ago was this? Two weeks ago, I went on air with a guy named Frank. No, no, no. How long ago did this incident this take This was place? December 2015. Okay, the so first three day years at Caroline's my bad ass shirt. So. Okay. So. I was on this radio show like three weeks ago, and 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 Gail came on with me, and then all of a sudden, well, she thought it was you, and I don't know what happened, and then all of a sudden, now I'm with this guy, Russ, and I'm like, I said to him in front of Gail, I said, yo, what's up? I remember you. I was in your kitchen, me and Tim, and you used to open up for Artie, and I remember you took my bra off in the middle of your kitchen. I don't know how you did that, but you took my bra off, and I was so freaked out, and he looked in front of Gail. He said, I did not do that. You got naked. And I'm like, are you? Okay. Like, so all well, I know is that I needed to walk away before I hit him. Okay? I, I, I really wanted to hurt this okay. man. It seems I, like I, there I, was I, some I, sort of misunderstanding. Oh, this, the guy, like, oh, all right, hold on, hold on. Misunderstanding. I, 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 I got to corral this show because the this, is, like, this is getting kind of crazy. She's dating this rapist guy. So, wait, wait, hold on a second. There's a, there's, a, there's a point of being uncomfortable in someone doing something. And then there's rape where someone like well, sticks his finger. He didn't, he didn't rape me. He didn't rape me. I don't know okay, what so it's Okay, so Ivy, calm down, calm down. Because the show is about fun oh. and stuff like that. Okay, right. so this, now, this is not, not fun. Anymore. It's okay. I, I, I just really don't. I wanted to tell the story because I really wanted to find out how a guy took your fucking bra off when you got your shirt on. But I, like, I this, don't this, know. Is, this is getting crazy. I'm, 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 I'm toning it back. I'm sorry. Listen, hey, 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 hey. This is done. Okay, it's done. It's over with. For fuck's sake. Okay, they're just, fucking getting my Irish up now. I'm sorry that you got put in a comfortable situation. I'd love to know how somebody took a bra off with your shirt on, but it's not cool anybody doing that. I wasn't okay. there. Right. There's always three sides to a story. His, hers, and the real truth. I, I wasn't there. Okay. But I, I, I really wanted you. I'm letting you gripe. Okay. Because, right. like, you know, and you're accusing someone of something that's kind of fucking horrible. Inappropriate yeah. behavior yeah. is one thing. Rape is another. No, he didn't rape me. He didn't, I don't know okay. what it's called. All right, so, all right, all right. I don't even know. New topic. <laughs> James, you want to jump I in agree. on this? I agree. Uh, she read your book real quick. Yeah, she fucking she read that. That was not the intent of the book. Yeah, but, but, but she got it down. But anyway, Gail, so you want to tell Gail should judge, not judge. be dating this well, guy. Don't, um, you can't tell someone to date. Gail, change the subject. Let's tell a story. How was your day? What did you have for breakfast? Well, this morning I had... Rice cakes with peanut butter. Delicious. Very healthy. Jelly? Thank you. <laughs> very, very healthy. Was it an organic peanut butter? It was. Oh, I got yeah. it from my yoga studio. Oh, you're, so you're, is that yoga, so that's how you get to do those awesome like splits? 
Yeah, I was a contortionist. Well, I oh am a contortionist. Oh my god, I so want to date you. <laughs> I, I, I had a girl that was like, kind of a contortionist, and any girl that can do a split and have sex while well, yeah, it's the most amazing thing. <laughs> I highly recommend finding someone who's very flexible. I actually used to work for Cirque du Soleil. Oh, get out of here! Yeah, it was the lead contor- was the contortion trainer for the lead show of the show called O. Okay. For Cirque du Soleil, which is the contortion show, the really famous one. Wow! And yeah. then, so, and, and you, so what's your what's your favorite slash worst story? Beat working on Howard. Um. Did you did you have much interaction with him? Did he bring yeah. you on the air? Uh, actually, okay. Well, I do have one. So. You know Scott, the engineer, of course, I, right? I love, I love Scott Dillian. <laughs> Me rest too. In, rest in peace, his wife. Yes, she Robin. Robin. Lynn, she was a sweetheart, mm-hmm. and uh, she, she was, was always very nice to me, and I feel bad for Scott. And mm-hmm. what Scott's going through right now, because yeah. it's not a really nice situation what they did to him. Mm-hmm, I know. It's pretty. So, it's crazy. I didn't even know about it until pretty recently, but... Yeah. I'm sorry, what was that? Well, <laughs> well Scott, the engineer's uh, wife passed away, yep. and uh, you know, and she had cancer, and it was a long battle. And uh, again, I don't know the My whole My mom died from of, cancer, too. Yeah, I'm just saying, Ivy's got Mine many too. stories. Everybody's yeah. got a cancer story. It sucks. So um, his wife was going through treatment, and he was, like, scrapped for money. And you'd think, you know, the billionaire that he worked for would be like, oh, listen, you worked for me for 34 years. Um, yo, I got you, man. And nothing. So Scott had to do a GoFundMe page, and he wasn't allowed to say Scott the Engineer from the Howard Stern Show. He was only allowed to say Scott Salem. Instead of, you know, so he, not yeah. only was he not going to help him with his finances, he had to go to the public to a GoFundMe page, wow. and he wasn't even allowed to say he worked for the Howard Stern show. Did he get support from the public? He did. You know, I, I think he got. I think Artie gave him like ten grand. That's awesome. You know, like, but it was like yeah. it was like fifty grand he needed to like pay up the doctor's bills. There's so much red tape. I mean, you know, you worked at K Rock. Yeah, yeah. Same here. So, yeah. But no, it was like back in the day, like I, you know, you could. I, I'll, I don't give a shit. I'll always say I'm Steve Grillo from the Howard Stern show. Yeah. Because fuck you, you didn't pay me, and that's the only thing that I got out of it. Then <laughs> I'm going to use the shit out of it wherever I go. Yeah. So you are the ahead. only one that's allowed because, well, because you didn't I, get paid. That's no, I didn't why. get paid, and I didn't. I, I didn't sign anything, so they got oh. no fucking signature on me. So yeah. they, they can do what they want, right? You know, right. I don't think he's not going. The guy's a fucking billionaire. Like, what do you care? You yeah. got more money. Your kids, kids, kids can't spend your money. It's true. Well, as far as Scott goes, I sang. Well, so I used to sing. I was an intern actually, okay. but I, I did voice work and I wrote for them. When you say voice work, like what? Like, you know, imaging. Heineken, it's the beer of the weekend. I'm oh. a Barsteiner. It's yeah, the beer of the on, weekend. Geez. Come on now. All right. Yeah. We're out. Take yeah, care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> stairs? Is that, is that what you said? Stairs before? Yeah, yeah, Walking yeah, on the stairs. Yeah, yeah. Come on now. The, the stairs the are broken. <laughs> she actually did I mean, a great, a great Barsteiner. Uh, she was holding it and did a great split, so, Wait, so I, I okay, certainly have to give that to yeah, her. Yeah, okay, yeah. And that, and that move with the contortionist, I could see Circus Soleil. Thank that, you. They, yeah. that you should call them. Well, I have my you own television show. I'm the oh, first female okay, to ever break into Adult Swim original content, ever. Oh, really? Because mm-hmm. I watch Adult Swim. Yeah. I, 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 what's your show? I aired twice. They didn't pay me. Oh, but... well, welcome to my life. <laughs> yeah, right? I, I actually <laughs> never got paid for K-Rock either. Oh, yeah, neither did I. So <laughs> I understand. Wait, so you're doing actual voiceover commercial work? Yeah. And you didn't get fucking paid for it? No. That's so illegal. Every day. I know. That's so illegal. See, I know. That's horrible. People get paid hundreds of yeah. thousands of dollars to do that. And uh, the fact that they had you do the Budweiser what, guy. spots? Yeah. Spots. And that's, oh my God. That's I did Block Party Weekend, like all the, all the radio plays, everything like that. I did it all. But I was singing in the hallway once, and Scott was doing some stuff in the production studio all the way at the end. Yeah. And um, was I was it, just this, uh, this was at uh, 40 West 57th? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I remember moving. That was a big deal. 
yeah. the old K-Rock. Oh, actually, I never even went to the old K-Rock. Yeah, no. I, like, I have dreams that I'm still at the old K-Rock. Wow. Like, yeah, it's really weird. Where was that? That was 600 Madison Avenue. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wait, that's wow. my father's office is 600. Am Madison? I, am I, no, it's whatever. No, it's 600, it's... but that's the address. And my lawyer that's representing me, their but office is But if it's not Madison 600. Avenue, what's the point? Well, there's 600 Lexington because that's oh. that's where I'm going to be tomorrow. That's It's a big number in my life, 600. Well, there it wow. is, 600 again. It's 600. Cool. Yeah. 600 broke me in. Well, Scott, wow. so he was like, my son has this band called Vertigo Blue. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. He's a good yeah. kid, too. Yeah, he yeah. was a nice kid. Yeah. I actually, I met him a few times in person, but I was singing and I was holding some CDs. I was going to go put them in the studio as soon as he was done, you know, as soon as the light went off. And um, he opened the door. You know how the radio was playing all throughout the whole building? Yeah. I was just singing along with the radio, and he was like, hey, you know, my son has a band. Would you ever like to sing for my son's band? And I was like, yeah, okay, sure. I didn't actually know who he was at the time. Yeah. And uh, so I grabbed the studio guitar and i went in and i just played some songs and the next morning it was on stern really yeah and oh, that's it's... actually the reason why i was fired why because uh i think who, it was jody 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 uh bestillo yeah it was kind of yeah. like a collaborative effort okay uh <laughs> they so didn't wait. like that i was i was only 17 actually oh yeah. 17 and 18 well so were you going to college yeah Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're getting credited school, which is which, yeah. is, which is their loophole because yeah. they're not paying you, but you're getting credit. So in lieu, I stayed in lieu way of longer. Money. So I stayed eight years. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> so, I stayed, you know. and then they used all my stuff until 2006 when they went off the air. I think. Oh wow! That, so, you know what? That just I, that drives me nuts. Although I mean, I've met so many people. Like the reason where I why I am where I am now is because of K Rock. Well, I, sure. I can say the same thing, but. The principle of the whole fact, James is a lawyer. Like, how illegal is it to have someone do all those things and not get paid? Like, what, what's the legal That's been my entire career up until now. Yeah, welcome to my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, mean, I guess it depends yeah. on what you sign, if you sign anything. I mean, well, if but, I didn't sign anything, like, like, but illegal, else. like having someone work for free, that's pretty much slavery. That's what called slavery is, right? Mm-hmm. They, I've they, done they it. Stop. We've all done it before. Well, so, you do the... it because it's like uh, uh, you're hoping that something better is going to come out of it, and you're eventually going to get paid. But they never do. They just keep you well, running so you, around. You were an intern for eight years. Well, t- technically, uh, the last year and a half, they paid me six twenty-five an hour. Because, right. Yeah. Because they figured out that I wasn't getting credit anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I-, I told the story last week on the air. Like it was like the moment like Tom Chiasano figured out that uh, holy shit, wait, he's been here six years. And he had like he he knew directly if I would have made a big deal out of it and I could have sued and I could have done a lot, it would have been on his ass. Tom was good to me actually. When I was told to leave K Rock, well, I wasn't told to leave. I was like, I'm done with this. If you're not gonna pay me, you know, I wanted yeah. to join the street team so yeah. I could continue to be there and do stuff. Yeah. But um, Tom he brought me into his office and he was like, let's look up some jobs on the on the listserv. He's a sweet yeah. guy. No, no, so Tom. I, Tom. I, I, I just want to say that. In, when I've raised college, my hand two or three times now. You only intern <laughs> for like six months, and then you're yeah. not allowed to intern anymore. Yeah, well, you're not you, you allowed. Can, you can use several different internships depending on how many credits a school offers for your internship. But James, go ahead. I have a request. Yes, sir. Can you sing something for us? I would be honored. Oh, what would yeah, you like to hear? Something from the Cranberries. Ooh. How about three is the magic number? Oh, three. I don't actually know that song. Oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's magic. No, that's well, like, so just so real quick, a quick story about that song. My daughter goes to camp in upstate New York, uh, and it's a beautiful place. And this past summer, I went up twice for for parents' visiting day, and for over the course, of, well, for the first weekend, I had booked a room. And then, like, the day that I was supposed to go up there, they're like, oh, you can stay for one night, but you can't stay for the two nights. I was like, are you kidding me? 
they just like canceled it that day. And I was talking to some mutual friends, and they're like, "Oh, Grillo has a place upstate." Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So Grillo hooked me up with a place to stay. It's an enormous amount of fun. Great, great neighbors. Great a community. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, my white trash great, trailer. Great community wow. up there. Catskill Adventure Resort. Very yeah. nice place. And so there's no, there's a, no difference really between nighttime or daytime for Steve. And mm-hmm. I, I was doing some well, work while I was, <laughs> so I was doing some work while I was there. I was you know, hanging out with his friends and family. And I just crashed. And it's like three or four o'clock in the morning and my head is right by the speaker i I forgot there's a speaker in the front room and and, And you know steve has a bunch of friends over and he plays three is the magic number i wake up (laughs) you know under most circumstances i would just you know say something but i wake up and i'm like man this song i just started rocking out it was it was it was uh, a compilation it was a compilation cd that came out it was a tribute to the schoolhouse rock if anybody from the 80s uh, you know, and uh, whatever. Even the '90s, um, Saturday morning cartoons were a huge thing. Like you couldn't wait to get up and watch Saturday morning cartoons. And in between the cartoons, and I always say, like, if they taught school like they did with with Schoolhouse Rocks, I'd be a fucking road scholar. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. uh, one of the things it was three is the magic number, and it, it was a bunch of artists that redid all the old school songs from the the Saturday morning Schoolhouse Rocks mm-hmm. and Blind Melon. Did a version. That's what I sang on Howard. Yeah, yeah that's what I sang for okay, Scott. So that's what you're gonna yeah. sing for us in in, in a moment. Cool. Uh, Gail Stairs is gonna fucking grace us with her beautiful voice. Yeah. But so, <laughs> anybody who's a fan of Blind Melon, they know Shannon Hoon has such an amazing voice, and for him, the way he redid Three of the Magic Number, it's just, it's fucking mind blowing. And and it is just like I guess I guess I didn't I forgot that I woke up James <laughs> you know, because you know like I have you know I, it was I, the most I, pleasant wake up I've had in in a uh, long time uh, it's just that girl left. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Scott. Yeah, there's a lot of like James waking up stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I know of, anyway. All right, so uh, I I would say you could do no rain, but uh, sure. uh, um, uh, change is my favorite. Change. You're just afraid of change. Ooh, I don't know that. And one. I'll give you an I option too, though. How about some? If well, a big ask would be like, uh, you know, Celine Dion. Oh, sure, I know Celine Dion. What's oh, that uh, 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 Titanic song? Oh, yeah. Oh, My Heart Will Go On? Uh, yeah. Oh, no, that was uh, Whitney Houston. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, so go ahead. I'd like to hear Blind Melon. Go All ahead. right. All I can say is that my life is pretty plain. I like watching the puddles gathering. And all I can do is just to pour some tea for two And speak my point of view But it's not saying It's not saying I just want some I'm going to ruin it Oh, 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 oh I just ruined the song for everyone So, uh, yeah, I can't say nice Thank you, yeah, yeah, thank you, Gary Yeah, that was amazing Thank you very much I mean, that was really good Oh, no, that was Thank amazing. really, like, unbelievable. Remember when Elisa used to sing on Outstand. Howard Stern? No. <laughs> Not at all. So, uh, I don't, I, so I can't sing, but as a kid, you don't know you can't sing. So I never forget, and it was just devastating, because my mom is a brooding Irish... She was she's a bitch, but I loved her to death, and everybody loves my mother. <laughs> but mom was, my mom was I'm brutal. About your mom? Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I love her. She's awesome. Yeah, she was on. She'd be great, but she can be a fucking bitch. So I was sitting there singing something, <laughs> And now, you know, back in the day, my mom would go, go to the store, and you had to, to give the change back. 
And then she would count it to the penny. Okay, you can go. <laughs> so Aww. all of a sudden, now it was a big deal if you didn't get the change back, because like yeah. that means you just stole from me, and then you get, then I would get my ass beat. I get the jelly sandal. Oh lord! So yeah, jelly sandal. I love that. <laughs> yeah, she had to. She she honed the technique of holding me by the back of the hair and smacking me with the jelly sandal. So it was either if I ran from the jelly sandal, <laughs> I got the hair pull. So it was like which one was worse? Ah, like you know. So you you stood still because I don't know. So you, you shaved the, your head now? You, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> go for it, bitch. <laughs> so anyway, from the grave. So she Try like. It. Uh, there was certain rules in my house, and you always gave the change back. So one day I was singing, and she goes, excuse me, what did you do with the money? And I go, what money, Mom? She goes, the money. I go, I, I gave you the change from the store, Mom. Uh, you counted it. What are you talking about? She goes, no, the money I gave you for singing lessons. And I was like, <laughs> like I started like crying. I was like, that moment, I was like, she goes, just don't sing. You don't have it, okay? Well, you should have said I used them for my hula hoop lessons. I don't know if you know this about Steve, but he has in the you know in the oh, yeah. in the trailer. That's Benji. No. No, oh, what? You can hula? No, no, no. It's, I, I, it's, <laughs> uh, you know, you know, like they had, there were, they had competitions, and it was like from 1976. I was like four years old, and it was a big. It was Fourth of July weekend up at the campground. They have all events for kids, and uh, I can hula hoop back then. But he know? still has the ribbon on uh, yeah. proud display yeah, yeah. in the camper. Oh, but I took second place. <laughs> it was so messed up because I was totally killing it, and I was like, yeah, I got this. I got this. I'm gonna win because like every it was like a competition, so everybody started falling out. It was just me and this other girl, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna win. I'm gonna get the first place trophy." <coughs> and the little girl's father fucking knocked into my hula hoop and <gasps> broke it. No. And yeah, I swear to God, right in front of everybody, I was devastated. I was like, and everyone was like, "Yay, she won!" And I was like, "Her <laughs> father just right." And no one saw that he cheated, and then they were carrying the girl around, and I'm sitting there crying with my little second place fucking ribbon. <laughs> so my mother found it. <laughs> And it, was like, and it was like Steve Grillo's second place hula hoop, 1976. <laughs> I had an 11th place ribbon that I used to wear on my coat for the longest time. <laughs> yeah, yeah I I'm like so place. proud of that 11th place. Yeah, yeah, but you grew up in that that uh, that whole that whole thing where like uh, where everybody everybody, wins. everybody gets a trick. Yeah. Fuck out of here! I'm fucking busting my ass. I want I mean, first, second, third. That's it. It was like a 200 kid competition. <laughs> I was like, I want something, B. <laughs> and beautiful gold, so so silver, and shameful bronze. That's the way it goes. <laughs> that's right. There should only really be three because like my senior year i was i was wrestling i was i, I was supposed to like win oh, wow. the cities that year and i got upset in the semifinals i got caught in a move that just i, I had I, I was like i don't want the third i don't want fucking third place if i can't take number one i didn't want i was like if I, I was so upset and I, I, it was my fault i got cocky yeah you know and i'll live with that forever but um it was like I didn't want third place. I'm like, a third place trophy to me. I'm like, wipe my ass with that. I don't fucking want it. Yeah. I, I don't know how you Play feel about win. a, a, a me 11th place. I mean. Not, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just jump over the building. <laughs> I hated losing so much that that's why I win so much now. Yeah, you're, you're a total winner. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. So, so your, your Rob, last... take, the, take the mic. Yeah, listen, your last show, you rapped great. So, I mean, you know. Oh, yeah, you I did. did. You, you killed oh, it. That, that's you the other it. thing, too. So, for uh, that, these guys, uh, Warsteiner beer was uh, also Warsteiner, Warsteiner, Warsteiner. I don't know why. Uh, it's just Warsteiner. I can say it as many times as I can because I just have a marble mouth. It's like just like one of those things. It's like you're not, you don't do it, don't do it, you do it. Uh, so Warsteiner beer actually sent MC Search, who was a guest, who was one of my musical icons. They sent him a bunch of cases of beer. He, I, it was so nice last night because. It's one thing to, you know, have someone in the music business that you idolize since you were a kid, and then you get the wonderful chance to interview them. But last night, my phone rang, and I just came from the bar. I was, like, totally, like, half in the bag. And I'm like, who the fuck is this? And it was like, yo, and he, I love the way he says my name. He goes, yo, Gorillo, 
I was like, yeah, he goes, search. I'm like, MC Search just called me. <laughs> oh my God, this is so fucking cool. But I was trying to keep my cool, but I'm also like wasted. He goes, yo, tell the boys at Vorsteiner, man, I got their beer, yo. I'm yo, real happy, man. They sent me four cases, yo. That's fucking cool. So that was, thank you for sending that to Search because he loved it. But also, next week, I didn't get the details because Search was supposed to send it to me, but next week, uh, December 3rd or 4th, which is hopefully maybe I can get some of these guys live on the air, which would be fucking great. That'd be amazing. Um, uh, they're doing like an old school hip hop uh, pop up store on Canal Street. Uh, if you have the info, Ivy, I think you might. Uh-huh. Uh, but I'm there's gonna be like these. I, they, he said a bunch of names to me, and he was supposed to send me the one sheet. But I know it's definitely MC Search, and I, I know a Big Daddy Kane. You know, uh, fucking ain't no half stepping. You know, uh, I'm the Big Daddy Kane. Uh, th- that's another See, he's huge a good rapper. Thing. Yeah. Um, rapper. All these iconic '70s, '80s, '90s hip hop stars. Going, didn't he? Uh, Big Daddy Kane? What do you mean he got Snoop Dogg? I've actually thought... produced a lot of hip-hop. Really? No, I, yeah. I go back. You know, the new shit that they got out now, I don't understand. Charlamagne is my boy. I don't know who that is. Oh, I'm you... so bad. Shh. All right. I'm so bad. If, if, it, if it happened after 2000, I don't know who right that on, is. Right on, right on, right on. Yeah. And I'll tell you, you know, I was at home and uh, Grill called me. It was like 9.30. Yeah, I was waiting. Passionate, excited. Yeah. Ready to go, and, and my wife goes, "Who's that?" I go, "Oh, that's that's Steve Grill from the Howard Stern Show." Howard Stern Show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're just uh, your wife. After your wife's shock, just excited that after I, shock, <laughs> after shock with Varsteiner. Varsteiner. <laughs> so, uh, and Varsteiner is going to uh, be a beer sponsor for the yep. the pop up store next week. And you know, I just I wish Search sent me the information because he told me the lineup, and it's like everybody from the the, the beginning of rap hip hop. Because I, I, I watched it evolve, you know, like being a, like a kid in the early 80s, you know, all of a sudden this whole different genre of music came out, like Run DMC, like, and then, you know, you know of course you go back to the Sugar Hill Gang, and then you got like, you know, like uh, uh, Melly Mel, which I know Ivy's a friend, a friend of Melly Mel's and stuff like that, and I, you know, it just, and I... I, I was like, I wanted to be the opposite because I was Mr. like rock and roll, grow my hair long, Iron Maiden, Ozzy Osbourne. But I loved the hip hop and I couldn't let anybody know. It was like a closet hip hop guy, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, same here. That was know? the way I was too. I could, I, it was like, it was like it was an like, ego yeah. thing. Well, well, Scott, growing up in Brooklyn, you, you, you had the same experience I do. Uh, yeah, but a few years. Uh, not really. You're, you're not that. Come on. You're, you're, you would probably have more memories than I do because you were a little well, older. That was the beginning. I mean, you know, it was the Sugar Hill Gang. Was the yeah. first, you know, that's that's what we remember. Yeah, like, but the Grandmaster Flash and, you know, the, the yeah, cool yeah. Curtis Blow was big. Curtis Blow, yeah. yeah. Dougie Fresh in there, yeah. too. Dougie Fresh. The experience for me with, with hip hop, early, early hip hop was actually through The Clash. So the the Clash were were much into like the reggae uh, beats and stuff. Sure. And then when they came to spend time in New York, they went up to the Bronx and picked up on that. The boogie down. They would have those guys open up for them. So you would go to this punk show, and everybody in the audience would be like, you know, ready to like you know rip it up and and you know dance and all. But and then these rap guys would come out. And most of the audience was just totally taken back. And you always get some dicks in the audience at the yeah. beginning. Saying, yeah. And and the Clash would come right out and say, you know, well, Yo. you know, t- t- this is this is what's happening. This is where it's going. And that was great. Well, it was great to experience. That. If you think about it, the same thing about the Beastie Boys. They were a rock group, and they they, yeah. they really having a hard time cutting their teeth in the business. And then hip hop came around, and they realized what kind of gold it was. And they said, "Yo, we could do that and keep the rock beat." And they did it. And so did Run DMC, Rockbox, and they. And to be honest with you, this is so sad, and it's really hard for me to admit, but I will admit it. 
I didn't know who Aerosmith was until I walked this way uh, and run well, yeah, yeah, I'm like, who the fuck's journey. Aerosmith? Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's, it's sad to say, but like, I, I have a very poor music upbringing. You know, you know what Stephen Tyler said recently, he was on this TV show um, like about 10 years ago, and he said like, the kid, he's like, who the fuck is Jimi Hendrix? So for you to say that, he was just saying like ha- how how it's escalating. So he's saying yeah. like people don't even know who Jimi Hendrix is. I, I mean, that's you know, that's pretty sad. But I, yeah, th- sad. that was my introduction to Aerosmith was through Run DMC. So you know, uh, so there's a whole big big hip hop thing going on that uh, I, I, hopefully I, I'm going to try to get some of those guys. If I can, if I got MC Search and, and fucking like you know. Uh, uh, I can, I'm having a brain fart right now. Yeah. Fucking, you know, Curtis Blow or something yeah. like that. I, on I could here call Curtis. Um, that, that would be sick. That would be like a childhood wet dream. I, I've got a question yeah. for the Versteiner gentleman. I'm going to make it as simple. Bar- can, can we, the W is pronounced like a V. Yeah, Bar Steiner. Okay. See, for, now if someone would have told me that, I would be a lot better. For, <laughs> for, for Rob and Scott, right? Those are your Rob and Scott. Okay. So, my question is other than at the pop up uh, hip hop place and MC Search's refrigerator, where can Steve's <laughs> listeners get your uh, get your beer? Oh, I'm going to let Rob answer that. Uh, well, uh, you know, you can find it in some of the greatest uh, outlets in New York City. Uh, some of the finest, uh, you can get it at Lederhosen. It's a beautiful. Uh, Bar down on Grove Street. We love those guys down there. Uh, Reichenbach Beer Hall, right on uh, 37th. Uh, the Keg Room, all those guys over there, Barry and the guys, just a, just a wonderful place. Uh, you can find it over at Frankie and Johnny's, one of my favorite oh, steakhouses. Wow. Love cool. that place. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a. Are you just in restaurants? Or are you in like uh, supermarkets or? We we, we uh, are know. we are in supermarkets. You can find us. Uh, and it's a shout out to uh, Morton Williams Orlando out there. You can get our Morton Williams shop rights. Um, yeah, so a, a bunch of uh, beer stores as well on the island. Uh, you know, so there's really, really great. You guys are in the tri- tri-state area. We are. We're in the tri-state area. We're actually a, a, a global brand, but we're 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 also in the U.S. Uh, so. Uh, so yeah, please look out for our beer. You know. Yeah. Well, and what about the DCL group? Come on. Well, we might as well wrap it up because it's always been an hour. So I know uh, um, our, our awesome engineer in the back, Keith, has a uh, he has plans. So um, it's just under an hour, which is perfect. So let's uh, everybody get their plugs in. Uh, uh, what's that? Set six, six, six o'clock. What? Bobby? Six minutes. Six minutes, Dougie right. Fresh. That's show. Oh, yeah. Bobby. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, I, I, hold on, hey, Bobby. Get on the get on the mic. Bobby's been a little well, creepy. Bob, I'm Bob, not going to lie. <laughs> Bobby, <laughs> Bobby, Bobby. Too, so. I want to introduce Bobby. Creepy Bobby, Bobby. Everybody, Bobby Zhu is uh, my going to be my creative director, my executive producer. He's going to be taking care of all the logistics, and I'm very happy to him to be a part of my team. I want to say thank you very much, Bobby. Thank you, Bobby. Thank you, Steve. Yeah, and uh, he's going to be taking care of all my social media and all this stuff. And uh, he believes in me, believes in the show. And once everything goes on and we're all going to start making money, it's going to be awesome. And it's it's going to be because Bobby's uh, efforts, that's for sure. Everybody, Bobby's Bobby. 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 Wait, wait. I, 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 me and uh, our, my friend who uh, introduces Chris Munger, um, who was from my world, who does all the music for the show. Well, we love his last name, so we uh, we said we have to be. We made a pact. Anytime we mention his name, it has to be like this. Oh yeah, Bobby Zoo. 
<laughs> it's just fun to say it like that. Thank you, Steve. I yeah. appreciate the uh, the acknowledgement. Yeah, no, and I want to thank you very much because you you put up with my bullshit, and I appreciate it. <laughs> so, uh, DCL Group, come on, let's uh, you know I, you explain it better. That's why I had you here because you know I, I did the, I can do a read and I read it off my. Uh, you sent me a text of what you wanted me to say, and uh, the first one, it, it, you know, because it's kind of wordy and it's also really kind of cramped on a text to read. If it was on a slab of paper and it was spaced out, I'd be really good. But I, I, I had you here because I love you to death, and I want people to. I want to get the name out for your group, the DCL group, and um, I, I. But I brought you on because I wanted you to talk about it, so I can learn more about it. So the next time I talk about it, I can not sound like an idiot. Well, here, this is the easiest thing. We fight about money. Nice. That's it. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you said, right? said someone owes you money, you're going to go get it. Is that the deal? Yeah, and if you and if somebody's chasing you for money, we'll help you out. Not pay your bills, but we'll help you in (laughs) terms of defending your case if you have if you have a good defense. Uh, Yeah, a good defense. I'm fucking broke. (laughs) How's that? So uh, I want to. Well, that's on the on the law side. Then on the advisory side, again, the um, putting systems in place for companies so that the companies can grow and scale, and in terms of all, all sorts of sorts of different you know back office services and and also some some growth strategies we have as well. Well, there you go. Everybody, well, like Search said, it was, this was my favorite quote of this the, the interview I did with MC Search because I did my I, I did all my sponsors. He goes, "Yo, Grill, you want to know why I love your show?" He goes, "Cause you get me lit and you get my paper." <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's that, that's the best advertisement I could ever have, Gail. Gail Stairs. Yes, the name of my television show is the Gail Stairs Show. Now on True TV. Cool. With yeah, Chevy yeah. Chase. Nice. Chevy Chase is wow. on your show? Chevy Chase contacted nice. me, wants to be on my television show, How and I said yes. How did he contact yes. you? Well, How do you say no? Jesus Christ. Oh, I Chevy totally Chase. said yes. Is he a, he's a fucking nutbag, no? No, he's, you know. I know, he's really smart. He's Don't gruff. get me wrong. He's yeah. smart. He's gruff. He's got his own opinions. But, you know, he's working with a bu- big bunch of mixed race people, women, you know, Yeah. Myself. What's your show about? It's like Sesame Street for adults. I like that. Is that the Kids Swim thing that you're talking about? Or is this something different? Yeah, this is the same show, except now um, we're on True TV. When? Or I'm on True TV. When? Uh, so I just finished negotiations, like the like the big, and then so most likely like in the next few months. But That's awesome. I'll, I'll definitely yeah. want, could you bring Chevy on? Yeah, I would love if wow. he will come with me. He's already agreed to do SNL with me, which, by oh, the way, what? yeah, we're thinking about doing stuff with SNL, oh, being no, SNL uh, villains. Oh, wow. Yeah, I already talked with um, uh, Brian Tucker about it, and I've been sort of like playing phone tag with Kent Sublet, so. Okay, wow, that's, yeah. that's awesome. That's this week, and like right before I came here, that happened. Oh, so. well, that's so cool. I would, that, listen. Chevy Chase is just a fucking, he's amazing. He's a huge icon. Flat. I, I, yeah. I technically <laughs> contacted him. You know, it's so but weird. He said yes. <laughs> this is so controversial. And I, I saw, I watched this the, the clip that uh, when he was on SNL that he uh, did with Richard Pryor, and mm-hmm. it was the job interview. And he goes, "Well, let's just kind of do a free word association." He was like, "Cat." Oh yes, he's I like, remember Dog. this. He's like white. He's like black. He's like cracker. Cracker. No, he's, he, he's like tar baby. And Richard Pryor's like. What? <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, yeah. And, then, and then, brave, then he goes you know? and he drops the N word and he goes, dead cracker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So like, but that took a lot of balls. And you, you know, mm-hmm. I found out who wrote that sketch was Paul Mooney. Wow. So which, who was that? If anybody watched Chappelle's sure. show, he was Negro Damas. 
Oh, yeah. And I saw that tickled my balls. And, uh, good people. Did yeah, you but, say that tickled my balls? Who tickled you, your balls? You know what? Everybody, <laughs> nobody's perfect. You know what I mean? No, I know. But, In life. No, uh, but uh, if you can bring Chevy on, I would love to come on and promote your show. That'd be awesome. I will totally bring him. Miss Ivy Supersonic, what's Chevy, going on? You, oh, okay. So you can check out my documentary short. It's at Ivy's, but that's with an S, Paranormal. Uh, dot com. Yeah, paranormal. Yeah, you said I'm just it. paranormal. Yeah, I'm a psychic warrior. If, it doesn't even matter what that means. Just watch it and you will find out. Well, what's it about? Uh, it's about my paranormal paintings. That I have. I, I'm an artist. They channeled I, paintings? She does. I, actually, cha- I that's, channel that's, paintings. Yeah, I, 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 I yeah. thought the same thing you're thinking, but when she shows you some of her paintings, you're going to go, holy fucking shit. You're not yeah. kidding. Well, <laughs> I, I cha- I, I, they're telepathic paintings. Um, yeah, you should. Just, yeah, the telepathic. Do you have a website or something? Did you mention that or no? Uh, well, my website is scrat s c r a t dot com. That's exactly the same spelling in the Ice Age movie. That cartoon Ooh. character. That's worth uh, you know you want ten billion jab? dollars. I, well, I own the website. It's my website. Yeah. yeah. So, and Fox is selling that to Disney. You know, in the next. Um, Are you involved with getting anything from them or well, we'll working talk about with them on that. that? We'll talk about that. They're suing me right now. We're at the trademark office, and they're trying to take my trademark because they don't have one. Which trademark? The Scrat, scrat one? Yeah, they're trying to take my trademark. So they're trying to get 20 more, take mine, and um, they're selling, you know, the scrap that I created that they stole in their $71.3 billion deal to Disney. Yeah, all right, cool. Well, I just want to... Whatever you just said. <laughs> ah, I want to thank Versteiner Beer. I want to thank James D. Cristofaro from DCL Group. I want to thank Gail Stairs. I want to thank Ivy Supersonic. I want to thank... Oh, uh, who else? I want to thank Pro Media for this wonderful studio. Zoo. And I want to thank Bobby nice. Zoo from uh, yes. producing the show. And Keith, the engineer. Everybody, thank you so much. This is a great show. I appreciate everybody being here. And peace out. That was fun, everybody. All right.